0: You know that click-click-click when you turn on a stove right before the gas catches? Well, it's a sound that you might not hear in new homes in Chicago. That's if a new proposal passes City Council. The Clean and Affordable Buildings Ordinance would raise emission standards for new construction and it will pave the way for an electric future, meaning no new gas stoves, furnaces, water heaters, or maybe even fireplaces. In Chicago. Now, advocates say it's a necessary step to fight climate change and that it could save people money and improve their health. The natural gas industry, on the other hand, disputes those claims and says going all electric comes with serious risks. So here now to discuss our supporters, 49th Ward Alderwoman Maria Haddon is one of the sponsors of the ordinance, and she represents Rogers Park and parts of West Ridge. Welcome back to Reset. Good to meet you in person. Lovely to be here. And Sarah Moskowitz is executive director of the Citizens Utility Board. This group fights for consumers as well as clean energy. Welcome back, Sarah. Thank you, Sasha. Alderwoman, why don't you start by walking us through the the nuts and bolts of the proposal and, and what you think it would accomplish?
1: Absolutely. So I think it's important to note that this proposal looks at new construction. So that's looking at about... 1% right of kind of buildings in Chicago to start with it's a really necessary first step to set these emission standards so we're looking at 25 kilograms uh, kind of per thermal of carbon dioxide per uh, thermal unit Um, this is what New York City has this is what Los Angeles has we also um, are proposing this specifically because almost 70% of our carbon emissions for Chicago come from our built environment
0: okay and and Let's talk about timing. Right. Like why now? And what exactly is motivating you personally? I'm curious to to get involved in the issue.
1: Absolutely. Um, I'll say so. I turned 43 this weekend. Okay, And I was just happy belated. Thank you. um, My entire lifetime, we've been talking about in this country um, how we need to save the planet whether it's recycling or greenhouse gases or carbon emissions, um, we have to take action in the present in order to secure the future. So we should have done this probably decades ago. Um, So now is always the time to set up this necessary step that makes sure that new construction going forward, right, is going to have these emission standards. And to be clear, it is energy neutral. So it doesn't preclude gas. So this could also drive energy industries to uh, meet our standards.
0: Sarah, let's bring you in here. You have said that uh, that status quo for heating in Chicago is unsustainable. And uh, so I'm curious what problems you see with the current heating system, the current system.
2: For sure. Well, so CUB is a utility consumer advocacy organization. And although we believe that it's important to solve for climate change, you know, our primary focus is on affordability and fairness for utility customers and we've seen over the years that people's gas customers here in the city of Chicago are suffering gas bills are unaffordable as they are and the situation we have here is untenable so people's gas just got a record rate hike Mm -hmm. they've indicated that they're coming in for another one this year folks are already struggling to pay their bills last month 23% of people's gas customers got charged late fees which, in fact, the gas utility has admitted they make a lot of money off of, um, I think about 18 percent are over 30 days behind on their bills. Mm-hmm. And average arrearages are in the hundreds of dollars. So what we're seeing is people are actually already looking for alternatives to gas to heat their homes. We have done a lot of consumer education and outreach around heat pumps, uh, both air source and ground source, and interest is very high. And I'm running into more people in the field who have already cut the pipe to their homes and have exited themselves from the people's gas rate base. And the problem is when that happens, who, who's leaving? Who's who's switching their, their homes to electric now? It's the people with the means to do so, right? So then that leaves the folks without the means left shouldering more than their share of the burden. They, get to, they have to cover the costs of the entire distribution system. So yeah. my point is that we can't ignore this issue. The transition is happening already. Mm-hmm. And if we don't face the issue head on, that's going to ensure the worst possible outcome. So that's why we're really excited about this ordinance at long last, we're going to get it introduced tomorrow. Um, and then we can move forward with really coming together mm-hmm. and working out the solutions.
0: Yeah. And and aside from this ordinance to, to the end of what you were talking about there, you, you mentioned alternatives. Are there other ways that you think, Sarah, that city council could explore saving Chicagoans money and when it comes to cooling and heating?
2: Well, there's all there. I think the situation is such that we need kind of an all hands on deck approach to this obviously financial assistance is very important Uh, Every year there are bills in Springfield proposed that would make it easier for people to access financial assistance. Mm -hmm. Of course, the Illinois Commerce Commission late last year has ordered the gas utilities to offer low income discount rates, which is a very positive um, development that we hope will help reduce arrearages and help us avoid a lot of those costs that have to do with disconnections and um, all the costs of reconnecting but it doesn't solve the underlying issue, which is that natural gas is an expensive commodity. It's very volatile. You know, prices right now, I just looked it up, the the people's gas price per therm, for the supply itself, that's not counting the the fixed costs of maintaining the system, but just for the gas itself, right right now it's almost 32 cents a therm, which is lower than it had been last year. Last year, it hit over a dollar a therm. So it's really volatile, it's hard for homeowners or renters or anybody who has a gas bill to really plan for this. We're kind of subject to the vagaries of the market. So Mm. um, we have options, but at the end of the day, I have my questions about how sustainable gas is going forward in all senses of the term.
0: Well, I have a question for you, Alderwoman Ray. To Sarah's point, a lot of people cook over gas stoves and we are all such creatures of
1: habit so do you think chicagoans are ready for a big change like this chicagoans are always ready for change but i do want to be clear um, as someone who cooks every day um on a gas stove same um you're not going to have to give up your gas stove right so with this cabo uh with this ordinance what we're looking at is setting terms and emission standards for new construction now it's just a first step ideally you know to, to sarah's point we are looking to help people transition so in our 2024 budget as a matter of fact there's uh 20 million dollars right that we uh, the mayor and city council have set aside to help existing right homeowners um transition and, and make that change mm-hmm. um another thing that i want to point out though is um Technology has updated. So those electric stoves, um, convection, induction, there's so many different cooking technologies. Um, this ordinance does have carve-outs for industry, right? So we want to make sure that folks who really rely on this, especially in our restaurant industry, commercial kitchens, can use that uh, you know, that gas technology until right tech catches up to give them what they need. Um, and then the other thing I would add is, this is also about health so when we talk about the studies that we've seen mm-hmm. about the asthma rates um, not only are the prices of gas disproportionately burdened on low-income chicagoans so are the health impacts uh, the 49th ward were 75 percent renter so most of the constituents in my community don't have choices on what their energy system is set up and we are heavily reliant on gas uh, we also see health impacts that connect to that right Mm. with those asthma rates
0: well i mean people's gas which uh, delivers gas in chicago as we know issued a statement on this idea it says quote we believe this proposed ordinance is a terrible idea for chicago it would increase costs and risk reliability for everyone especially during the coldest days of the year end quote what do you say to the argument Alderwoman, that this increases risk
1: pausing dramatically here Um, we have to do different things we have to make different choices in order to have different outcomes and again this is a small step we're talking about 1% of the building stock right this isn't ripping everyone's gas stove out this isn't forcing anyone to change this is not a risky move but it is a necessary one in order for us to have a pathway for a clean and affordable future
0: You have thoughts, Sarah?
2: Yeah, I would say that we're already facing um, alarming risks when it comes to the risk of cancer from the benzene that's emitted in our homes by from burning fossil gas, Um, not to mention the fact that methane is itself a a very potent climate changing um, gas. Um, And then looking at the risk for homeowners who can't afford their bills. Think about how risky it is for people who have had their service disconnected, um, who are facing op- choices that are untenable, such as choosing between food and heat or medicine and heat. Again, I think we have, there's a real status quo bias here. Um, we need to wake up to the fact that the situation we're in right now is unacceptable. And so this idea that that somehow this is some kind of extreme movement on the part of the city of Chicago that is going to put people at risk mm-hmm. I think is really just denying the situation that folks are seeing now. You hear every year tragic stories about what people are doing in their homes to keep, keep it warm after they've had their service disconnected. When you have a situation with a, almost a quarter of people behind on their bills, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Uh,
0: here's something else. The natural gas industry is is against the proposal, saying that natural gas has helped the nation meet its environmental and economic goals. Uh, it's sometimes called the cleanest fossil. What's your response to that?
2: Well, clean fossil, I think a lot of us would agree that that's an oxymoron, right? Um, and okay, let's think about technologies over the history of our country. Um, You look at the name of People's Gas, which is actually the People's Gas Light and Coke Company. In their very name are two obsolete technologies that we used to use, Coke for heating our homes and gas lights. So we've done this before. We've moved away from inefficient and dangerous technologies towards better ones. And it's time to keep going.
0: This is Reese Adams, Sasha Ann Simons, an ordinance to be introduced tomorrow wednesday and city council would raise emissions standards and force new buildings to go electric and so we're learning more from supporters of the legislation our guests in studio are alderwoman maria haddon of the 49th ward representing rogers park And Sarah Moskowitz, who's executive director of the Citizens Utility Board. So I mentioned earlier, uh, as you were chatting about uh, cooking every day, Alderman, so do I. I use gas as well. I'm in the majority. It sounds like you are too. Uh, According to the U.S. Energy Information Administration, four out of five homes in Illinois rely on gas for heating. Uh, Have there been any discussions in the City Council of encouraging people to transition existing homes from gas to electric?
1: Um, We actually have, uh, you know, I mentioned uh, we've put money in the budget this year to actually help support people making those transitions um, to help shoulder some of the individual costs that a homeowner might have in Um, replacing right and moving to all electric Um, you know things like water you know water pumps Uh, there's technology uh, at the state level and a lot of our community and um, advocacy partners are already working in our communities to help people set up solar panels other alternative energy spaces right so that we can be more efficient so Mm -hmm. that we can be cleaner Um, so I think this is an exciting again Um, part that the city of Chicago can do that's just laying the pathway Mm -hmm. for a pretty open future, right? Like, we don't know what the technology will be in 20 or 30 years, but we know what we need our emission standards to be.
0: Now, in the fall, WBEZ talked to someone who did convert his home. This is architect Tom Bassett Dilley, who decarbonized his Oak Park bungalow by getting rid of all natural gas. Uh, He installed an electric heat pump and an induction stove, and here's the one thing that he said that stuck out to me.
1: My monthly bill is $14.56 a month for the whole year. And that's for all of my energy.
0: That price is pretty amazing. That's stunning. You know, uh, how would this ordinance help Chicago do something like this and and meet its overall climate goals?
1: Um, so the emission standards piece, I think, is, is huge, right? Um, so when we look at moving forward with our buildings it is one of our largest sources of producing carbon emissions um, again as someone who serves a lakefront community where coming in my first term we had a terrible winter storm season we saw lakefront erosion from north to south we lost three beaches people's homes were jeopardized um, as we see these swings and weather events uh, water level changes we have to take action for the future even while we don't necessarily know what that future will look like. Um, So I think that the city of Chicago has a responsibility, not just to the Chicagoans that reside here today, Mm -hmm. but for our future residents.
0: Thoughts, Sarah, on meeting overall climate goals? I agree, I think the city has
2: a great opportunity right now to put its money where its mouth is on these policies. And like Alderwoman has said multiple times, this is an important first step, and it is not happening in a vacuum. We have great federal incentives um, coming and that will help overcome some of the upfront costs for homeowners. I think we're going to start talking again about uh, ComEd franchise agreement where we might be able to get some shareholder funds to go towards a fund to help offset these costs. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot that can be done here also at the state level. Um, The Illinois Commerce Commission is getting ready to start a future of gas process uh, this year where stakeholders, members of the industry, um, consumer groups, environmentalists will come together Mm -hmm. and start working out what a path forward might look like for our state. So it's it's not just the city of Chicago kind of going rogue and acting on its own without anything else contextually um, to help support us in yeah. this transition. I mean,
0: and we've seen other cities like New York and LA institute similar rules in the past. I mean, do do we have indication that the changes did start to save consumers money in those places? Do you know? We're seeing uh, good, good numbers from folks who
2: have made the transition. Mm-hmm. Um, but the concern is always the upfront costs, yeah. and I think we're... Something that the Alderwoman and I would agree on is that it's, it's really important that we make sure that the most at-risk and the f- most under-resourced yeah.
0: communities aren't left behind here. So, Alderwoman, leave us with this, uh, the process. You introduce the Clean and Affordable Buildings Ordinance tomorrow. Then what happens? And if passed, remind us, when would the changes actually go into effect?
1: Sure, absolutely. Um, so, when the changes go into effect... Um could I'll say could be negotiable but we're looking um, uh, we're looking to make sure that we can get this done as soon as possible so we can meet those 2040 emissions goals right mm-hmm. so like we want this to start very soon um, process wise Um, This is where like the legislative magic happens, right? We'll introduce tomorrow. um, We'll have a lot of discussions. We'll have briefings. Um, We'll be introducing this to committees, Mm -hmm. right? So the Committee on Zoning and Building Standards as well as my Committee on Environmental Protection and Energy. Um, We'll have hearings about this and we will negotiate, right? We're gonna hear from all the stakeholders We have 15 co-sponsors right now, but we need to, right, we need to get 26. Ideally, we'd like to get to a full unanimous vote on this because I can't imagine any reason any member of city council would not want to set up a a safe and healthy, affordable future. So you think you'll
0: get your 26?
1: Oh, yeah, we'll get our 26.
0: We'll leave it there. That's Alderwoman Maria Haddon of the 49th Ward and Sarah Moskowitz with the Citizens Utility Board. Thank you both so much. Thank Thank you. you.